Zine Talk, powered by zinebymacar.com. Zine Talk is a conversational fashion series powered by zinebymacar.com, hosted by Editor-in-Chief Makara Reed. Life and style is all about trial and error. But having a certain level of intimacy requires a whole lot of attention in detail. This brand and designer puts those elements in full effect in her current garments. On this episode, she shares her self-discovery into intimate wear, her background, and what's to come for her emerging brands. Please welcome the designer, Dorchelle Guillaume. Hi, Trishelle. How are you? Hi, I'm fine. How are you? Good. I'm so glad I have you on the Zine Talk for zinebymacar.com. I definitely saw your work and I wrote you down on my top three that I needed to, you know, interview for the zine. I really love your design. I thought it was just very, you know, aesthetically pleasing. And I just loved how it just accented the woman's body. Like, how did you get into fashion? Like, what was the moment that you knew that you wanted to do more fashion design? Well, first and foremost, thank you so much for recognizing my work. I really do appreciate that. Getting started within fashion actually began when I was around the age of eight. I don't know what exactly, like, motivated me or interests me in pursuing fashion, but I just remember asking my mom if I should, just, like, running up to her one day, and I was like... I be a model or should I be a designer? And she was like, I think you should do design. And I think at that moment, she didn't really think like I was going to actually fully go through with it. I think she just saw me as a little kid who just had like wild dreams. But after I had a conversation with her, I started doing like sketches on my own. I used to get my sister to draw the bodies and I would just draw the clothes on top of it. And then she found a flyer at the library that was offering fashion classes. So I ended up mm-hmm. taking fashion courses, and the teacher there was a former professor at FIT. She attended FIT as well. So that's where I really began most of my expertise was taking those classes ever since I was young up until the end of high school. And then, mm-hmm. obviously, I got accepted into the Fashion Institute of Technology, and there, like, everything kind of, like, grew from there. Cool. And since you told your mom that, you know, which one should I be, was she, like, fully supportive, or was she, like, kind of hesitant on supporting you as far as being a fashion designer? Well, I think it's a little bit of both. She mm-hmm. was the one who was funding my classes mm-hmm. throughout the whole entire time. So she obviously supported my dreams and she wanted me to see well and she saw that I was happy doing it. So she was very supportive. But I think she was a little apprehensive just because both of my parents are from Haiti. So mm-hmm. as Haitian immigrants into the United States, the idea of fashion is different. It's not looked very highly upon there because you're thinking yeah. factory workers or seamstresses and you're thinking that maybe you won't really have much of an opportunity with that career. So I think there was a kind of disconnect of them not understanding, like, how can I make a living off of it? So, yes, my mom definitely did support me, especially financially. And I think she definitely saw my dream and where it was going. But I think she also had, like, a lot of apprehensions about where it will take me, especially financially. Yeah, I definitely have like a lot of friends and met a lot of people that are, you know, first generation Americans. And 
fashion or entertainment is like very hard for them to like understand or grasp like you can make money being that as an American and well now with like social media you know booming and they're able to see and you have direct access to people it's definitely a lot easier for like your parents to understand if they are from like another country exactly Um, and I also found you on YouTube, which I saw that you were able to like break down some access as far as like reviews or want to do like a haul or your thoughts on things. Yes. Like how was that during your journey of a fashion designer? I it was watching hauls from like other people on YouTube and I was like, this looks really cool and exciting. I love clothes. So I was like, I think I'm going to give it a try. So then I started just making videos of like doing hauls and stuff and talking about clothes because that's something that was really interesting to me. And then I realized while I was attending FIT, a lot of the obstacles I had to face throughout my whole entire journey and so much mistakes that I made. And I wanted to be able to share that experience with other people. So it kind of was merging my love for fashion and hair and beauty and like all the things that interest me as an individual. But I also wanted it to be a platform where I could be an outreach to people to help them with their journey, especially if they were attending my school or if they were just interested in fashion design in general. So it kind of like merged in randomly, but it made sense for what I was doing. Yeah. Did it like connect with what you were trying to do or did it kind of steer you to like a new direction? Like how important was that platform to you during that time? Necessarily like led me anywhere in terms of like my brand and my design. Like I don't think my design brand and my time on YouTube really merged together. It was very separate. Um, okay. So as I was doing like my branding stuff and being in school and designing, that was like my main focus. But YouTube was more so as like a fun, if that makes any sense. And more of a platform yeah. to inspire people, but not necessarily to like promote my brand or anything like that. It could be helpful just in case someone like looks you up like I did and they kind of see that you are still working Instead of just going to school, you also were like diving into another venture, but you could never know who, who's watching. Very true. Yeah. Where are you originally from? Are you from New York? Where are you from? Yes, I'm originally from New York, Westchester, New York to be exact. It's about 40 minutes from Manhattan, so it's not too far from the city. Okay. So you had easy access to get to New York if, you know, you didn't have like the full support system. You still were able to like get different influence. Yes, absolutely. Very good. That's good. And what like got you into the intimate apparel? Because your two designs were like a nice merge of intimate apparel and evening apparel. Like I thought it was just very beautifully executed. What got you into intimate apparel? I really love that you say that and I appreciate that you said that because it's really funny because it was not intentional whatsoever. I actually, it was always my dream to get into the special occasion, specialization mm-hmm. FIT. That's what I wanted to go. So the way that it works is that you have to put your rankings of what specializations you want to get into. Mm-hmm. Special occasion was my first and intimate was my second. And I did not think I was going to get I was like, if I didn't get into the um, special occasion, I was like, there's no way I'm getting into intimates because intimates is very competitive. And the way that they choose you is from your GPA and like what's available. And I had a pretty good GPA. It was over three, but there's obviously other students who have higher GPAs. So I never thought that I was going to get into intimates. I just put it there because I was like, I guess that's the closest thing to special occasions. So I guess I'll do it. 
And what's really funny is that the year that I just graduated that class, we were the first class back to intimate. Usually there's only one intimate class, but this year for graduating seniors, they added a second class. So the space like expanded. So there's just like a certain amount of, they had another class to add more students. So when I got the acceptance, I was thinking like, how did I get into this and not special occasions? And then I realized that there was a second class and I was like, it's just meant to be like, that's how like everything aligned. Like I'm supposed to be here and doing this. And initially starting in intimate, I just did not know how to feel. Like I wasn't happy. I wasn't sad. I was just like, okay, this is different. And I didn't know what Mm -hmm. to expect. And then my professor, she worked for Dior for most of her year and most of her career. And so she had like a couture mentality, which I love because more than anything, I love couture. I love intricate details. And that's exactly what she was providing as a professor. So I was able mm-hmm. to take like my love of special occasion and then the intimate foundation and combine them both. And that's what I used to do with basically all my projects. I would find a way and how to make it look more evening wear, more store, more elegant. And sometimes my professor would come over and be like, this is looking very evening wear. And in my head, I'm like, that's kind of the point. But I kind of just try to like finesse my way into like doing what I like. But having that mm-hmm. class and the first foundation really like opened my eyes to a new love for intimate and like combining it with evening wear. Yeah, I can really tell that you are into detailing the little bit of knowledge that I know taking a couple of sewing classes, the gold outfit that you had first come out. You know, I can tell by the bustier, how detailed it was, and then the sequence mm-hmm. at the bottom. Like, it was just nice, neatly done. I can tell, like, you hand-sewed that in. Like I said, with a little bit of knowledge that I had in sewing, I can tell, like, the little intricate detailing paid off. Because you can tell okay. when she was, like, walking, it was just very beautiful. And as well as the other garment that was long, it was just beautifully executed. I said, this is, like, very, very... Striking. I love it. Thank you I love so it. much. Thank you. You're welcome. So are you going to stick with the intimate special wear? Which way are you going to go? Are you going to keep this aesthetic for your brand? Well, actually, I'm loving a lot of things right now. In the last semester of my college career, I really wanted to change shifts. At first, I really mm-hmm. just loved beautiful ball gowns, anything beautiful, long evening hair, and then doing intimate. I had to like implement more of like the intimate techniques, but now I kind of want to merge and do something that's more so like evening sportswear, if that makes sense. So I want to have mm-hmm. very elegant and couture, like an intimate piece, but it's actually like an outfit that you can go out for an evening event. So it's a little complicated to kind of explain, but I don't want to just put myself in one box, if that makes any sense. I just want to expand right. and create more and have more so like things that are more wearable. Yeah, you want to keep always evolving. I was interviewing a few of your other classmates that were in the fashion show, and Mm -hmm. two of you guys picked up a new trait, and it's crazy that you guys both won the award. Aldrian Diaz, he just picked Mm -hmm. up knitwear, and then you saying that you just picked up intimate. So I will definitely let you know, being that I've been on this earth a lot longer than you two, Definitely always keep evolving. So you're definitely on the right track on just trying to evolve, but definitely pace yourself in moderation so you just won't throw everything out at once. Then, you know, you can keep tweaking and you can keep adding or doing whatever, but definitely always keep like evolving. 
what are like the three words you would describe your ideal client? Like what would the woman need to be? If you could describe it in three to five words. Confidence, mm-hmm. glamour, mm-hmm. and drama. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can see those words. Outside of just, you know, being in the studio, because fashion designers definitely do not show the car case of you guys being in the studio for like long Hours. Mm-hmm. What do you do on your fun time? Like just to unwind and kind of just let your mind breathe. Like what do you do for fun outside of fashion? Yeah, that is very true. Most of my fun time, even when I'm not working, consists of working. Mm-hmm. Like even just the other day, I opened up a magazine, which has been a long time since I've done that. And that was just so enjoyable to me. Just flipping through magazines, looking for inspiration. That's something that really excites me. But when I'm really not doing anything and I just want to have a good time, I love going to brunch. That's like a big thing for me. I love trying mm-hmm. out new restaurants. And I think also having time where I can like sit and discuss my thoughts in my head is also something that I do when I'm not working. I think that helps me go ahead in what I want to do next is just having time to like sit by myself and think through my thoughts. Okay, what's going to be my next move? Because sometimes when you're working on a collection or you're working on a specific design, you tend to get burned out that you just don't really know where your next move is. So I really do take pleasure in just like taking time out, sitting by myself and like rearranging my thoughts. Okay, like what's going to be my next move? What do I want to do next? And that really just helps me like calm myself down. Definitely it's good to take a nice mental break from work. Even though if you love it, you hate it, it's, it's a great breather for your mind. And you never know when you get like a different perspective or like an influence. So you are a winner of the Critic Award in FIT for the Infinite yeah. Apparel. And your your person that you worked with was Jennifer Zuccarini. How was yes. it working with her? It was amazing. Like, literally, when she steps into the classroom, it's just like, obviously, no one's perfect, but, like, that's how she exudes, like, perfection. Mm -hmm. She's just very well put together. She's very soft-spoken. She's such a sweet woman. And working with her was really interesting because even when I was showing her my first initial sketches, I remember the one that I did get Creative Choice Award. She said, she's like, it reminds me of, like, 90s Versace with the neckline. And there it just, like, gave me so much confidence to, like, move forward that she actually, like, approved of my design. She was very much supportive and such a successful woman to someone, like, I aspire to be. But it was just, like, amazing to have a critic, like, on that caliber. Well, congratulations on that award. Your design definitely deserved it. It was very innovative. If you could have, like, an influencer or celebrity wear your garment, to who would it be? Zendaya or Rihanna. Oh, I can definitely see that. Just because they always make statements on the red carpet. I know a lot of celebrities like to play it safe or they have looks that you can't really remember. But I feel like when either one of those two step on the runway, it's always something different. It's always something that you can remember. And, like, that's how I want my garments to go down when they're worn on someone like everyone knows who they're wearing and they can't forget it so definitely yeah i can see rihanna like wearing the gold short one and i can see zendaya wearing the long yeah yeah i can definitely see them like wearing it like those colors exactly for the ones that i named yeah i don't think you need to like change anything 
Where do you see yourself in like two to five years? Have you started thinking about that? I know you just recently graduated from FIT, but like, where do you see yourself? Because I see that you already have like an open and operating brand. Like where do you see your brand and yourself personally? Well, for myself personally, I'm currently freelancing at Victoria's Secret and their corporate Mm -hmm. offices. So um, mm-hmm. I definitely mm-hmm. want to continue working as an employee underneath other brands just so that I can get more exposure, more expertise, meet new people, network, and build my skills in an office setting. Because when you're starting your own business, it's good to not just do it on a whim. It's good to have mm-hmm. experience right prior to that. So that's what I'm currently doing now is working in the industry. But on my off time, I'm continuing working on my brand. I plan on doing a full lookbook from my last collection, and I plan on collaborating with more photographers, with other models, doing more editorials to the point so that I can push my brand. So more so like a press push is what I'm really going for with my latest collection. And then I'm hoping next year to put out another collection and just kind of like keep the ball rolling and hopefully getting like the right amount of exposure that I need in Mm -hmm. order to like really get my brand out there would you put your collection in like new york fashion week or would you do your own project whatever is more efficient and whatever makes the most sense i don't mind either way of doing it for myself to get through your fashion week whatever makes the most sense i'm really like open to opportunity and like getting my brand out there because Mm -hmm. currently i'm doing custom designs and do you see yourself like partnering like with another brand or like if someone like a stylist or another designer wants to collaborate and you guys combine ideas, like would you be open to that opportunity? Yeah, I'm always open to opportunities. My main focus at the moment, though, I would say is building my brand and my name for myself so that it's recognizable and people know who it is before I decide to merge with someone else. However, definitely down the line, I would love to collaborate with any stylist or designer that I feel fits with my aesthetic as well. I love collaborating with people, so definitely. And would you see yourself staying just in New York or would you want to do like a global recognition? Definitely global. Definitely global. I hope to move to Paris in a few years. That's my hope and dream. I've always wanted to do my design career there or like mm-hmm. a leg of it there. But I definitely want my brand to be on a global scale, mainly not just for like recognition for myself. And I think that's important to include that. It's not that I like, I just want my brand to be this amazing brand just so that I can get all this recognition and credit because that is far from the truth. My actual main goal is really to one, inspire others because I had such a difficult journey getting to where I needed to be just even financially getting myself through school. And I just don't want to see other people, other future designers struggle the way that I did, especially as a woman of color, the obstacles that we had to go through and not just inspire them with the words that I say, but financially support them as well, give them opportunities, whether that's interning with my company, giving them opportunities within the industry for them to network as well. And then secondly, my main goal is to actually help the country that my parents came from. I visited there last year and it was just quite an experience. It was a very humbling experience. And one of my main goals is to be able to help the economy there 
I really want to like build factories there, have my garments produced there and try and like build up the nation, Mm -hmm. even though it seems like a very large responsibility or even a very large goal. But I'm hoping that with my exposure, if I have a global brand where people are investing in when they're buying garments, I can use that exposure. I can use the finances to be able to help others. That's very, very important to me, a big mission of mine. Okay. Was that your first time visiting Haiti last year? Yes, it was my first time. I've never been to Haiti. I did live in Miami, but I don't know why I just never took like the opportunity. I know they kept saying like it's 30 minutes to get there, but mm-hmm. I don't know why I, yeah. I never visited. I wish I should have, but... You should visit. It's very beautiful. They have like amazing beaches, beautiful landscape. You should go. I should. I love traveling. Since you just graduated and your parents have seen your progress and you winning this award yeah. and now you're starting a company and things are just starting to boom for you, how do they feel about you pursuing the fashion design? I definitely think there's a dad who appreciates it more. And even when we had our exhibition in the Great Hall at FIC, my father came and he was like looking at all the designs and he's like, oh my gosh, like everything looks so expensive. And I just don't think he really like understood the craftsmanship of it and, and appreciated it. But I think now being able to like see where I'm going, he really sees like potential in me. He sees potential in the brand because now that I'm starting to get a little recognized or I'm getting these awards. I think he's able to see like, oh, well, like this is an actual thing. And even like working at my previous internship at Express, which I worked at last year and now working at Victoria's Secret, I think he's been able to see the connection of like, oh, yeah, you can actually make a living off of this. Like there's actually like big companies and corporations that are surrounded by fashion and you can make a living off of it. So I think he definitely understands now and is more receptive to it now than he was before. That's good. That's good to have your parents definitely like full on board with your dreams and just getting like the moral support that you need. Right. Exactly. Do you feel like FIT was the best decision you've made? Because I know there's like multiple fashion schools because New York is the fashion capital. Do you feel like FIT fulfilled everything that you were looking for or do you feel like another school I definitely think FIT was my best choice. Like, I think it was the best choice, not only because of the skills that I've acquired, but financially as well. I know a lot of students who go to private schools have to struggle through paying even after graduating with loans because it's just the difference is very big when it comes to pricing. So um, Mm -hmm. FIT was great for me because I live in New York, so I paid in-state tuition and Though it was not an easy financial journey for me, it was not an easy financial journey for me going through it, but I know it would probably have been impossible had I done it anywhere else. But also, FIT is very technical, and that's what I really do appreciate. Everything that we do, we do it from start to finish, whether that's pattern making, draping, drafting it, doing everything from start to finish, and it's definitely helped me grow as a designer. So even when I have clients, I don't have to like worry about sending my garment off to someone to like do a finish for me or do a lining for me because I was taught all those things at FIT. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I wish that I could have gotten more was just more so of a business aspect. I took advantage of taking every business course that I could have, especially during my bachelor's. I took any elective. I took like business courses, but I would have loved to have more of an idea of how to merge the creative with the business side. 
which I feel like that's the only thing that they lack. But other than that, mm-hmm. I got all the information I feel like I needed in order to like push myself to start. Yeah, that's good. Well, you're in New York City and there are like tons and tons of certificate classes or like workshops all around regarding like business management or how right. to operate a business and stuff. So you can like easily go. That's like I, the plus side of it. Right. This is true. So you can definitely still grow. And something else that I also found on you that you were nominating you won second place in the semi awards. I hope I'm pronouncing it as well. How was the semi gala? How was that whole experience? And this happened before you graduate FIT and your senior thesis. The semis was absolutely amazing. Like I've never been to an event like that. It was like a three-part competition where we first had to do like an inspiration and like figures of what we wanted to create. And they chose the garment we were going to create from what we gave them. And it was a body positivity um, competition, which was very different. It's the first time I ever did something that was body positivity. So I was dreaming mm-hmm. on a bigger form. I did a lot of research of like, as my theme, I chose Hollywood Glamour as my theme. But I wanted to do something that would look good on all body types. And the process was very exciting. We were doing it while we were in our classes. So it's kind of something that I put on top of myself, added on to all the things that I needed to do. But it was so rewarding. The whole entire experience, we were able to garment in front of thousands of industry professionals at the Femi Gala. We were able to like speak to all these industry professionals, tell them about it. And just being able to network and meet these people was just amazing. And I love what the Under Fashion Club has done because they were the ones who organized the event and gave us this opportunity because a lot Mm -hmm. of times that's the hardest part for us is like showing face to these industry professionals, like getting the opportunity to actually like meet with them, see them and have them hear what we have to say. So to be on that platform and be able to do that, it was absolutely amazing. And even winning second place, like it was just honestly an honor. Yeah, this is all like great. The work that you produce is definitely astonishing. I really love it. Would you like ever consider doing like for curvy women or you haven't really thought about that? Yes, I definitely want to expand. I really want my brand to not represent only one person or one demographic. I really want it to be a very inclusive brand, but I want to be able to produce that with my work and not just saying it. But because I am very much in the early stages of my business, it's hard mm-hmm. to kind of have that an outreach because with that much of an outreach comes finances. Like you have to back that up in order to have a line that yeah. has a big range of sizes. But yes, definitely, definitely that's very important to me. And I want to be able to implement that within my collections is the idea of having more garments for more people to wear, not just one specific size. Exactly. Two celebrities that like pop in my mind with the three descriptions that you named, I would say Dosh, Orange is the New Black. You know who that is? Yes. Yep. Okay. I can see her wearing it and then I can see Lizzo. I can see those people wearing like your garments. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for your time. I loved your designs. I wish you many more wishes and definitely seeing more of your stuff in the near future. If you have a show, I would definitely love to come and review everything. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very appreciative of this opportunity for you to just 
share my story. Thank you so much for doing this for all of us. I appreciate it. Yes. Until next time, I so look forward to seeing Dashelle. Where can they find you? On social media, where your website, like give out your information. You can find me on my website. You can also find me on Instagram at Dorshell Guillaume, Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dorshell Guillaume, and Twitter, D Guillaume underscore NYC. So I'm everywhere. So follow me through my work. Yes. Definitely. All right. Thank you so much. I will definitely put some of her work up from the senior thesis at FIT. Thank you so much. Until next time. Bye, y'all. Bye. Creating a lane is always a plus. That is exactly what Dorchelle did for herself. Never know what wonderful things come out when you are under pressure. She did a very splendid job. It even pays off because now she currently has Jordan Woods rocking one of those looks off her FIT senior thesis in the Rick Ross and Swiss Beats video big time. You guys can definitely check that out on her Instagram at Dorchelle Guillaume, D-O-R-S-H-E-L-L-E-G-U-I-L-L-A-U-M-E. And to repeat her website, we did have some technical difficulties, had to cut that out because it's a tad bit crazy. Her website is www.dorshellguillaume.com. Definitely check out her work. She definitely has an open operating business definitely check it out i would love to see more from her if you guys also want to check out more soap designers and brands please log on to zinebymacard.com or you can also follow on instagram zinebymacard.com and if you want to be in touch with me personally makara you can follow me also on instagram that is makara m underscore i underscore k underscore a underscore r underscore a And so next time, I will talk to you guys next episode. And please make sure to rate, review, share, and let me know what you think. And if you know any dope, independent, emerging, young brands, designers, please forward them to me. I'm very open arms and open to seeing dope, young, innovative designs. All right. I will talk to y'all later. Bye, y'all. Zine Talk, powered by Zine by